feels perfect Other days it just ain't working The good, the bad, the right, the wrong And everything in between Yo, it's crazy, amazing We can turn our hearts through the words we say Mountains crumble with every syllable Hope can live or die So speak life Hello, 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 and welcome to a live episode of the Butterfly Evolution Show. Thank you all for tuning in with us tonight. I love, love, love that song. It has become one of my favorite songs. So if you've not um, taken a liking to it, please add it to your to your list. It says, speak life, even to the deadest, darkest night or day or whatever. So it has become one of my favorite songs. So wanted to share that with you. Again, thank you, and um Welcome to the Butterfly Evolution Show. Our chat line is open. For those of you who are uh, listening by chat, do know that you can submit your questions or comments right there. If you're listening online with us and you do have a question or comment that you want to pose through the chat line, remember you do have to be a registered follower to do that, and you can do that tonight by following the prompt follow and it'll guide you through it. It's a very quick and easy process using Facebook. So we're open on the chat line. Also, you can call in 818-691-7406. Again, 818-691-7406. You only need to select the number one. If you have a question or comment, we'll pull you in by providing the area code that you are calling from and the last four digits of the number you're calling from. So. We're going to move right along. Tonight we have um, a professional career coach. Her name is Demetra Moore. She is CEO of More Out of Life, and I'm going to bring her in here shortly. But first we're going to go over our Butterfly Evolution um, housekeeping things and want to remind you, of course, the trash can concept. That's our baby. Remember to move those trash cans consistently in order to promote change in your life. What we ask, and again, just for our new listeners, we ask that you move your trash can from one location to another, and in doing that, you will hope, well, I won't say hopefully, in most cases you will find that you return to its old location and allow that to help you think about, wow, my mind, I've moved this, I know I have, I moved the trash can, I know I have, but I continue to go back to its old location. Why is that? Because... Our mind keeps up with even the most smallest insignificant things that have become habits to us. So as you continue to go back to its own location, we want you to think about what else am I, is, am I doing out of habit just because I'm used to it and, um, you know, where else is my mind sending me without much thought process? And what we've learned is that oftentimes, many times, the case is our mind just, we, we do things because we, it is a habit, has become a habit, and so we do things without much thought process. We just get accustomed to things, and we don't like change because we've gotten accustomed to that, doing the same old thing, even being with the same old people. And we need to change. We have to tell our mind what we want out of life, what we need out of life, and then we have to come up with a plan how to get that. So as small as that or as crazy as that concept may sound, moving it does. If you continue to go back and you think about it 
if you start to monitor your thoughts, how often and how quickly thoughts come into your mind without you thinking about it. If you're like me, sometimes I'm okay and, I, and something will just pop in my mind and I'm thinking, where did that come from? Now I do because I am, I am, I'm just always trying to capture those thoughts in order to keep the ones that, that are taking me or will take me where I want to go and eliminating those that will not. So continue to move those trash cans and let us know how you're doing. Remember, sow a thought, you reap an action, you sow an action, you reap a habit. Our habit becomes our character, who we are. And who we are becomes our destiny, meaning it will send us somewhere. Your character is leading you somewhere, which comes from your thoughts. Again, that's why it's so important to get in tune with your thoughts um, and monitor those. So that being said, what we're going to do, I'm going to move forward and I'm going to bring our special guest back into queue with us. We have, um, again, a professional career coach and many more things, but her name is Demetra Moore, and again, she's CEO more out of life. I love more out of life because I just I, I'm at that point where I I want more, I need more, I'm expecting more, and because of that, I'm taking the actions in my life that will grant me more. So it, it takes a lot of work. So without that, without being, without holding us up any further, let's just welcome Demetra Moore. Demetra, are you on with us? Yes, I'm here, Tiffany. Okay. Let me see Tiffany. <laughs> Demetra's gonna let, just keep me being Tiffany. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know sorry. you want me to be Tiffany so bad. That's okay. I know. So for some reason, I, I might just need to change it for tonight to Tiffany, but that's okay. <laughs> um, so tell us. I'm gonna let you just kind of tell us who you are as much as you want to about the business and so forth. And then, of course, we have a list of questions some that has, have come in before the show that I'll ask, and hopefully our audience will, um, you know, ask questions as well. But just kind of introduce yourself to the audience tonight. Okay, great. Um, again, as she mentioned earlier, my name is Demetra Moore. I'm a native of South Carolina. I've been in Charlotte uh, 13 years, so I guess I'm a Charlottean now officially. And I love empowering and inspiring other people. That's pretty much what the premise of my business is, was built on, that's where the name More Out of Life came from. Um, and I think the name is just so powerful. When I tell it to people, they can uh, understand where I'm coming from when I start speaking about my business and things that I'm passionate about. And um, I'm really passionate about empowering people and inspiring people to be the best person that they can be in, in all areas of their lives. And my primary focus is career, but that overlaps into other aspects of their lives in reference to their personal lives, their finances. Everything ties into you being the best person you can be career-wise. And um, More Out of Life has been around six-plus years. I do one-on-one uh, -on -one sessions. I do group sessions. I do workshops. Um, I just recently published my first book. It's called No More Excuses. You Want Success, Go Get It. That came out in October. And overall, my objective is to help people who are in transition, who are looking to change some, some part of their career, 
everybody knows someone who's in that situation, and that's where I come in. I help them make their transition easier, be it set goals, come up with a, a, a transition plan, whatever it is, I am that person. I am that liaison to help them change into the best person that they can be. Okay. I have a question. I have a number of questions, but how do you remain motivated, uh, being that, you know, that's your that your goal is empowering people, and I know it's so important for you to be empowered as well. What methods do you use for yourself to remain and, and keep yourself motivated? Well, I listen to a lot of Les Brown. He's one of my favorite speakers. Um, I read a lot. Um, I read a lot of Don Miguel Ruiz, positive inspiration books. You, you become what you think about, and you have to be careful what you feed yourself on a day-to-day basis. And it comes across maybe weird for some people, but I read quotes every morning. I speak positive things to myself on a daily to keep myself motivated because there are so many people that we encounter on our day-to-day that are so negative. And to counteract that, you have to be more of a positive person and more of a strong-minded person, and I work on that. That's a day-to-day job for me. Oh wow, that that is so true, and and the fact that there's so many people um, that seem to be negative and they become so accustomed to it, it just become natural and a way of life. Right. It has become a way of living so much so until positive seems abnormal, weird. It it seems weird to be positive and and to think and expect greatness and just to have a great day seems right. very weird to people that have are living in that negative. Um, I call it that negative lane, that negative life, as you said. So it is right, important. Right. I hope our listeners heard that that you that you keep yourself rooted in positiveness, whether it's reading and and mind the company that you keep, because it is easy. It really is easy to fall back into that trap. I like to think of it as you know, when you have an addiction, you don't go around it. You know, if you have an addiction right. to alcohol. You need to try to stay away from where alcohol is, at least until you get to a point, you know, where you feel comfortable, I guess, or you're past that, that stage. So I right, totally right. agree. So tell us what, how, where did more out of life come from? I know that you were doing um, other things before this. At, 20, at 27, you had a storefront. So I want to hear about, and this is just to help people understand circumstances and that we can oftentimes find our true self in the darkest hour if we will allow it, if we will allow ourselves to focus on that light. So tell us, go back to the open, to the storefront that you had at 27 and then bring us to the beginning of More Out of Life, the transition, what it meant to you, what you learned from it, all those things. Okay. Um, and you're right, that was a very, very dark point in my life. Um, but when I when I was coming up with the name for my business, I kept thinking, what message do I want people to remember about me when I'm gone? What legacy do I want to leave behind? And I never thought about my last name, putting it in my business, until I was um, just asking some friends of mine. I'm like, hey, help me come up with a name for my business. And I, I took, you know, everybody emailed me all these names and I read through them, and, of course, you know, I prayed about it, and I was like, more out of life, that's kind of sticking with me. So I went down and I registered the name. Didn't do anything with it. I just registered it to, to ensure that it was mine. I never used it for anything. 
So when I um, was 25, I was into aerobics. I was teaching for local uh, organizations, loved it, became a personal trainer, just loved everything about fitness. And I opened a storefront. I had a staff of, I want to say, 10 women, and they worked for me for, my business was open 11 months. And in that process, I learned so much about building rapport with local businesses, how to manage people, um, just how to run the day-to-day business. And we all know people that are successful in corporate America, but that is a different ball game when you're the entrepreneur. This is your business. It is two different worlds. And I learned how to work in both. So those were life lessons that you can only learn when you're in them, and I share them with people, but to fully understand, you would have to be in that situation to um, just think of people who go to work every day. That's what they, they don't have a worry about if the lights are going to be on or if the Internet is going to work or if the water is going to be on. That was, those were my worries. I went to work at that gym every day. Payroll had to be paid every other week. Lights had to be on. Phones had to work. Internet had to work. Those aren't day-to-day worries that people have when they show up for their corporate America job. But at the age of 26 and 27, I was dealing with that on a day-to-day and still having to meet with other businesses to come up with relationships and things of that sort. So it was definitely a learning experience. The most, I can say, the most valuable lesson that I got out of that was when I had to face the hard reality that I had to close my business and it happened, I want to say, in 2008, in um, actually August. No, I'm sorry. I started closing in July in 2008, and that was, the I want to say, one of the lowest parts of my life. And I had to sell off my assets. I had to tell my staff that I was no, no longer going to be open, that their jobs were no longer going to be there, and to actually face the world and tell them that I tried this and it didn't work. And during that time, I felt like such a failure because I felt like I put my neck on the line. I spent all of my savings. I exhausted everything I had on a dream. And during that time in my life, I felt like it was worthless. I shouldn't have done that. But as time went on and I worked through the process and learned so much about how to sell off business assets and things of that sort, I started to learn and to look at it as if I'm not a victim of this circumstance because there are so many people who wanted to do the things that I did, but they didn't have the um, guts to go out and do it. But, yeah, I did it. And I think about all the things that I've learned that led me to be the career coach that I am today. I can talk to you about opening a business. I can talk to you about setting goals and moving forward in your life because I had to do those things. And most people are afraid of failure. That is the reason why people don't step out to embark on their dreams. For me, I'm not so much afraid because I have nothing to lose. When I leave here, I want my legacy to be Demetra has done everything that she was put here to do. And in order to do that, you have to be willing to take a risk. And most people aren't willing to do that. And if I can inspire somebody, take one step toward their dreams, I think my job is done. You know, Demetra, you mentioned something. I'm going to go back to the beginning where you were kind of talking about most people don't worry about the day-to-day 
things that uh, business owners worry about, like the lights and everything being um, available there for them to work. However, although they don't or we don't, it, we we must at some point recognize that it will affect us, regardless if we right. worry about it or not. And so, there's, and I say that to say this because so many people, even our listeners right now, they have a passion, they have a purpose, right. but fear of being a failure or or it just not working keeps them working for someone else. And sometimes right. it's harder than the person that owns it. Now, again. You may go to that job not worrying about if the lights are going to, you just assume that the lights are going to be on. But a few years ago, right. many people started to lose their jobs. They, right. Some people get paychecks. So I'm saying that to say, regardless if you are worrying about it or not as an employee, someone probably is right. because right. of the economy yeah. today. Um, and that's why it's so important to, to I heard you also mention, that you felt like a failure, that you had you had um, basically kind of embarked upon this dream. So I want to go there. What was was this? Is this round more out of life? Is that more? Have you found that that's more your passion and your purpose rather than a dream, um, or, or was that your passion and purpose at that time? You feel being opening up the um, the personal training business. I think. It was more of a dream for me, and it's something I truly enjoy. I love working out. I love fitness and, uh, you know, everything about being living a more healthy lifestyle. But I see going through that process brought me to my purpose in life. It, it made me see the person who I'm supposed to be, but if I would have never even started any of that process, I wouldn't be where I am today. More out of life wouldn't be the company that it is. Uh, I wouldn't have written the book that I, I wrote. None of this would have happened because it made me look at life from a different perspective in reference to how can I inspire people, how can I get people to see things just a tad bit differently. And that has always been something I've I've done. I just didn't know the effect that it had on other people's lives. Hmm. Okay. 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 All right. Another question. Um, I heard you talk about the un- having an entrepreneurship spirit. If you had to describe what type of spirit or give some characteristics of such a spirit, what would what would some of those things be? Aggressiveness, um, taking initiative, not being afraid to follow the path less followed. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say not being afraid to dream because it, it still goes back to people are afraid to step out on the things that they are passionate about and the things that they couldn't just see living life without because of the regular day-to-day obstacles that we all face. You know, we all have bills we have to pay. We, You know, people have kids and time is there's just not enough time in the day. But those things hinder us from becoming the person that we were destined to be until we actually learn how to manage them. Okay. And I think entrepreneurs, I'm not saying entrepreneurs have 100% grasp on everything, but it seems to be more of a priority of what I need to do at this part, you know, at this 
point in my life and how I should manage this a little differently from the way people in corporate America or, you know, other positions handle them. It just makes you look at life totally different from how other people see it. Right, right. And and to add, I, 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 know, I, I think it just kind of that person who, like what you did with the storefront. Now, you could have, although you, you felt, you mentioned that you felt like a failure, you didn't stay there. You, you, you allowed the experience to help you move on at some point. And I feel people who have right. that entrepreneurship spirit has, have a true desire for that, the end result, for, for right. their passion, their purpose, for their dream. They look at it like plan A and that's it. And plan A is yeah. for me to succeed at being who I am, the best I am in what I do. It doesn't mean um, because some people think, okay, if I fail once, that's it. It's over. Right. It's done. They right. don't try anymore. So, and, and that goes back right. to our topic. If you want success, go get it and continue getting it or trying until you get it, whatever success is for you. And I think that's important, too, for people to, right. and you you can speak on this, how important do you think for people to, to define what success is to them so that they're not competing on a level or searching for someone else's dream or not reaching high enough? I think that's very important. Um, when Normally when I do workshops, that is something that I talk about at the beginning. I speak about it at the end because what happens is people try to um, mimic other people's lives, and they read several self-help books or watch, you know, DVDs about people being successful, but my life is not that person's life, and my journey is not their journey. And I think people have to actually sit back and figure out what it is that is important in your life. What are the things that you feel like you absolutely have to have? And until you figure what those things are for yourself, it's hard for me or anyone else to help you along the way. So I think everyone actually has to sit down and figure out what that is. And that time for me was when I had to close that gym. I didn't know what to do with myself. And as I mentioned earlier, it was one of the lowest parts, lowest points in my life. So during that time, I had to do some self-reflection to figure out what it is that I could do to get to where I want to be in my life. And you start to look at it not necessarily, as I mentioned earlier, as a victim, but you look at the experience that has been added to you. It only makes you a better person. And if you can take what you've learned from life experiences and actually apply them and not tell the story from a woe-is-me perspective but tell it as I overcame these obstacles, you will be amazed at the things that can be accomplished in your life. Mm. Just the way you look at it and perceive it and uh, right. and what you decide to take. Okay. What 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 do you feel are some of the 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 biggest excuses I guess people make for not even attempting um, to work at their purpose or passion or to be successful? What are some excuse, common excuses you hear people making? Money. I don't have enough money. Uh, I have kids. My spouse or significant other does not support me, so maybe this isn't a good time in my life that I should start this business. Uh, no, Nobody in my family has done it 
or this idea will never work. Who who's who has seen this work before? And those are the most common excuses I hear from people all the time. Mm-hmm. And my thing with that is you have to think outside the box. There are so many people that have come before us that have done things that have never been done before. So with that being said, what makes us so different? And a little while ago I made a, I, I had to make a speech at an event, and it was at the beginning of the year, and we were talking about being successful. And I asked the group, what makes us so different from the people we read about and we talk about every day? Nothing. The only thing that makes us different is that we're watching them be successful. And we're not applying the same efforts and energy that we use to watch other people. We're not applying those to our day-to-day life. And if we invested that much time and effort and energy into ourselves, could you imagine the person that you could be if we did that? But we get so caught up in the day-to-day lives of other people and what's going on in the news and, and magazines and, you know, just all over social media and it's distracting you from being the best person that you can be. You just got to have more of a balance with, the, you know, watching TV and having a good time. Not saying it's not good for you because we all should, in, in, you know, have a good time, but at the same time, you got to invest in your most prized possession, which is yourself. You have to do that. That goes back to that entrepreneur spirit as well. And, and another one that I find, and, and I, I found myself making this excuse for quite a while and it was just it was it was an excuse to keep me from pursuing some of the things but time I don't have time right. I don't have time right. to get to work on my business and and then you'd find yourself watching an hour or two of TV here and there right. or posting a few things on Facebook and and combine right. those together you could have spent 30 minutes a day on your business will get you a long way rather than just zero so time is right. another one as well do you hear yeah, that? I, I hear that. I actually came up with a schedule that I use with my clients for that because it is so easy to say, well, I still work my my, my, my full-time job. I don't get up to 6 o'clock. i got to pick up my kids. i got to do this and i got to do that. And we all have life, be it in some form. We all have obstacles in our life that we have to work around. So I usually ask them, is it a stumbling block for you or is it a wall for you? And only that person can figure that out. For me, it's a stumbling block. I can work around it. But if it's a wall, you come to a complete stop. So what are you going to do? Are you going to go over the wall? Are you going to move the wall? That is up to that person. And I try to empower them to think beyond that. You have to be able to say, this is only an obstacle. There's nothing before me but opportunity. So what am I going to do with it? Okay. Okay. Okay, well, let's take this. This is new for for our listeners, and we're gonna. I was telling uh, Demetra that that I have been saying I was gonna do commercials for forever and a day. So we're gonna try it tonight, first time. So let's see how this goes. And when we come back for our uh, listeners, please, if you have a question, select the number one. I'll pull you in by your area code and the last four digits. And for those of you who are listening online with us and you want to submit your questions on the chat line. Please feel free to do so. But, again, we're going to take a quick commercial. And, Demetria, when we come back, what I'd like for you to kind of focus on or tell us more about professional career coach. Um, 
I know that I don't hear of that a, a lot. I don't hear of a lot of people doing it, although it's becoming popular. So I want to kind of um, allow the audience to kind of get a feel of what should someone expect when when pursuing uh, going to a career coach, um, what what kind of things they should look to gain. So when we come back, we'll address that. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. Okay. Butterfly Evolution puts the spotlight on Share It Forward. We live in a society that suffers from financial illiteracy. We all pay the price because of it. Poverty, truancy, teenage pregnancy, and crime are just a few symptoms of this epidemic. Ever wondered why most of the money seems to flow to the top and the poor seem to stay at the bottom? There's a reason for it. The system isn't broken. It was built this way, built to keep the vast majority of people struggling all their lives trying to get ahead. This struggle is shared by all people regardless of race, color, creed, or religion. I'd like to introduce you to a concept for gaining control of your financial life. It's called Share It Forward. Someone teaches you how to improve your personal finances, and you give that knowledge to someone else. You learn, grow, and change, all while making the world a better place to live. First, you learn how to get your money mind straightened out, and then you reach out to someone and you share it forward so they can be lifted up and out of the rut of financial illiteracy. Destinies can be forged. Lives can forever be changed, one person at a time. Get started today on your road to financial literacy. Visit DebtShepherd.com, that's Debt, D-E-B as in boy, T as in Tom, Shepherd, S-H-E-P as in Paul, H-E-R-D dot com. Again, DebtShepherd.com, D-E-B as in boy, T as in Tom, Shepherd, S-H-E-P as in Paul, H-E-R-D dot com. Thank you, and you are listening to the Butterfly Evolution Show. We will return there shortly. Thank you. All right, you guys, we did it. First commercial on the Butterfly Evolution Show. So we're back. Demetra, are you here with us? Yes, I'm here with you. Well, we really did it. And so thank you. Um, I hope our listeners do take part and visit com. And, again, it's called Share It Forward. So you're able to gain Free knowledge, um, as we talk about, you know, if you want it, go get it. I'm on this search for a complete, from wholeness in every area of my life. I feel that only then we can successfully, if if we approach life as um, gaining wholeness in, in every area of our life, we're on a good start, we're on a good road, because there you, I think you find your passion, your purpose, the true you, you learn to, to train your thoughts, to monitor your thoughts. So um, as we talked about when we were going away, again, the lines are open, the chat line is open, select the number one to be pulled in with your questions or comments. Otherwise, Demetra will move into tell us about basically what is 
a professional career coach and what should one expect to benefit? How would one benefit if they entered into the program and really took action, you know, following through with what you are instructing and, and, and giving out? What should one look to gain? Well, it's five things that people should look to gain when looking for the benefits, and that is that is the key. It has to be beneficial to the client. And I think when people look, they should look look for guidance in helping them determine their career goals. They should look for someone to help navigate them and just to resolve their challenges in their current job. That's number one. And they're looking for someone who's committed to them. And granted, they may have other clients, but that person has to be committed to meeting you where you are. And the third thing would be to help you avoid any pitfalls that you um, could possibly encounter just from lack of knowledge or what have you. That person should always be there to help you avoid anything that could hinder you from your uh, career growth. Uh, Number four would be to help you gain insight about yourself that you can use to achieve your goals. And that goes back to what I mentioned earlier in reference to utilizing your experiences to apply them to help you move along your journey. And lastly, it should be a neutral third-party person who can help you assess situations in your life and help you adjust your perception because that is the key. If your perception is constantly in a negative place, you will never be able to move forward. So a career coach has to help you adjust how you see your life. And once they do that, the sky's the limit for what you can achieve. Okay, so the neutral third-party person, that's someone outside of the the professional career coach? Well, no, it would be, say you were looking for a career coach. You've already talked to all your friends and family. Those people are your influencers. That's what you hear every day about your business and your career decisions. That career coach is that neutral third-party person. Because they're not the first person that you shared your ideas with. We always go to our families and friends. And normally they are the main influencers in our lives, so we take what those people say as law most times. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but we take it because those people are the people we've grown up with, they love us, they support us. So we take that and we take it as, you know, as law. But when you go to a career coach, they can say, okay, well, how true is that? Have you done your research? Have you done X, Y, Z to see if that, this is the overall situation or is this based on somebody else's interpretation or somebody else's life experiences? They're that non-biased person who can give you other ways to look at things so you don't get so uh, caught up in fear and you won't move forward because that's normally what happens. Okay, okay. And what does what – does, uh such service, say if you wanted to, does it, is it charged by hour or by the time? Um, how does one uh, determine what they should pay for the service, and how long is it needed, do you think? Well, what I do is, I when I first started, and this is because I didn't understand people or how it worked, I used to come up with a package and say, this costs X, Y, Z. But that's not always the case. So now I meet with them face-to-face or, you know, they're out of state and we Skype or what have you, but I meet with them to see what it is that you need. And then once you can tell me tell me what you believe you need, once I have a, uh, a talk with you, I can say, okay, well, based on our conversation, this is what I believe will work for you. 
and then after the conversation, I'll put everything together and send them a quote. But the price can range depending on what they what they want. I've had people contact me because they need help with mock interviews. So it was one young lady. We had four interview sessions. They were only 30 minutes. That's, that's all she needed to prepare for an upcoming interview. So you have people who need a wide array of things. Then you have people who just need a resume, and they want two interviews because they got a you know an interview in the next couple of weeks. So I base my packages on what people need, and I customize it for them. And in that conversation, you can figure out what, what it is that they'll tell you, and you put it together, and you meet them where they are. Okay. Now, there's, there's one thing I do think people ask about, and I'll go ahead and put this out there. Uh, people have asked me about experiences and certifications. Um, there's lots of people who um, are career coaches or life coaches or financial coaches or what have you. People have asked me what is the, what makes you so different from them. And I normally will tell them, you know, of course, a little bit about me and who I am and that sort of course, but people ask about certifications, and a lot of times that makes me a little different from a lot of other coaches because I did go to an accredited institution. I do have actual certificates. I actually have certificates with my um, experiences, and you can look me up on the International Coaching Federation. I mean, there's people that ask about that because maybe they have a small business and they're looking to hire me as a consultant. That stuff people want to know. They want to know, are you educated to be making, you know, to be helping me with these decisions? So that is something I would advise your listeners to check into as well if they're looking to hire a coach. And how accessible is the person? Can you call them? Can you text them? Can you email them? Because some coaches don't allow emails to come in. They talk to you once a week or twice a week, and that's it. They don't answer your emails. They charge you more for that. So, it's just things like that. Make sure you ask how accessible is that person to you. Is it an hour or is it 50 minutes? Are you going to wrap up at, you know, at 545? Or are you going to talk to me for an hour and then send me a wrap-up? Those are things that people definitely have to ask about when they're looking for someone. It's sort of like conducting an interview because you want to make sure you're getting the best value for your dollar. Okay. Okay, is there... Um, is there one question that you, as the professional career coach, is there just one common question that you find that you ask all your clients? Um, and and if so, do you find that the answer is, is kind of consistent across the board? So is there like one question that's a general question that you need uh, to ask in order to gain some the knowledge that you need to be able to assist them? Does that make sense? It is. Okay. Oh, yeah, it does. After every consultation, people tell me everything they want to do with their lives. My last question to them is, how serious are you? Oh, wow. And that will tell me, because if you're serious, you want to start immediately. You want to figure out what you have to do to make this happen now. And if you're if you're still a little reluctant, then... You're not so serious about it, and it doesn't make it a bad thing. It's just that you're not ready yet. But that is my question to everyone that I have a consultation with. How serious are you? Okay. And that, and what, and that tells me what I need to do next. Okay. 
what would you say for those or what would you advice would you give to those who really do have that desire, they're serious, passionate about it, but they they don't have the finances um or the support that that they feel they need. I guess more so the finances to do anything. How how does one prepare if they don't have the finances? Well, what I tell them is, of course, after the consultation, I'll, um, I, at the end, of course, I'll say, how serious are you? And they, they'll normally say, well, I don't have the money right now or, you know, I can pay you right now. Here's my debit card. But for those who say, I don't have the money right now, I, I always take that into consideration because my goal is to try to meet you where you are. So I'll send them a quote. When I get home, I'll type everything up so they can see where the dollars are being allocated because people always want to know that. And I'll send them an invoice, and I'll offer them payment options. And that's just something I do because I've been that person that didn't have it financially. And somebody had to do it for me, and I pride myself on trying to pay it forward to help other people. So I um, will send them an invoice and offer payment options. And I haven't had anybody turn down the payment options. Okay, okay. What about that same question as far as um, what our, our topic tonight is no more no more excuses. If you want it, go get it. What if what if that thing that they want, that business that they want, that career or whatever, what if they feel that they don't have the finances to uh, start that business or to get it get whatever it is they want to do off off the ground? Um, normally, I ask them. When are you trying to do this? And, you, of course, everybody wants it overnight. Everybody does. But that's not realistic. So what I try to talk to my clients about is setting up schedules. Rome wasn't built in a day. It was built brick by brick. So that same thing applies with our business ventures. They have to be built brick by brick, and which means you have to work. You have to do the research. You have to put your funds together. And along that path, I work with you on meeting meeting people that can help you with your business plans. There's, I mean, there's a lot of steps to opening a business, but it wasn't done overnight. And for my clients, I help them. We set up goals, weekly goals or biweekly or however often we meet. And you meet once you meet those goals, you will start seeing that you're making strides toward what it is you want to do. And most people don't have the finances to open a business. They They just don't. But if you put in the work, you'll be able to get what you want out of it. Okay, okay. You know, I've found, and even in my own life, I've had to um, to really just kind of have surgery on myself, if that makes sense. Right. Really right. just get to know who I am for who I am. And in and, and doing that, it has helped me to not allow myself to make excuses for when I'm slacking, right. when I am wrong, right. when I need to do better. And and that has also carried over into my my life, my relationships, I'll say that. So to sometimes I come off as being um I guess I've changed, I'll say that. That the people see me as, well you've changed. And my response right. is I hold myself more accountable, and I don't allow myself to continue to make excuse after excuse, year after year, those things that have 
led me to be 45 and still seeking and searching who I am, what is, what legacy will I leave on this earth, all those questions. So in right. doing that, I found that I've had to do spiritual surgery on myself almost daily, if not sometimes several times right. a day. I have to check into my own uh, operation room or whatever or get on my own table. And, and what I've found that we oftentimes get excited and caught up in, in, in the excitement of talking about going to get it for, for the sake of our topic tonight. If you want it, no more excuses if you want to go get it. We'll, we'll get right. excited in talking about it, maybe posting about it, and I'm using Facebook because that's right. the whatever else. But beyond that, and, and, and so, so many people will have so many dreams or so many things. They say, well, God has given me this. God told me this. God gave me this. And they'll be so excited about it for a few months. Nothing happens, and then they get another thing dropped in their spirit. Nothing happens, and then another thing. And what I found was, for me, I was getting excited about those ideas being dropped. Whether I still don't know if all, where all of them were coming from, some of them. Um, but I had to stop being excited about so many things and put my right. mind and focus on, okay, Tammy, what if you left this world, what would your legacy be? What what really right. joys your heart? And, and for me, it turned out to be children because I feel like they are the most misunderstood people ever, that the things right. that we seem to want to go through, can't go through as adults, we throw upon them and offer no communication, no explanation, anything. So I had to find my joy. What brings me joy? And nothing else brings me more joy than helping young people love themselves more, deal with what they're going on with. So I say that, and maybe you can elaborate more on this, about your own personal self-love, self-respect, self-awareness, and not being so caught up in the hype of looking like or even tricking your own mind to make yourself think, "Hey, I am doing all I can do. This just didn't work." I, I you know, but you're jumping from thing to thing. Anything? Right. Any comments, thoughts on that? Almost definitely. Um, I uh, I like to look at it this way. People get caught up in the excitement of the whole idea, and the excitement, as you mentioned only lasts for a little while. You have to put in the work to be successful. And that's where people fall short because they had this idea or they felt like God gave them this, this you know, whatever it is. God, you know, God gave this to me, but you still have to work for it. You still have to go out and actually put one foot forward and actually do something to make it happen in your life. Things just don't happen to you. You have to do something to cause a reaction, and I think that's where people fall short. And as for the posting, again, people just get caught up in the excitement and the talk about it. But when the rubber really hits the road, it goes back to, as I mentioned earlier, how serious are you about having this? And okay. another thing that you – well, one more thing that you touched on is a legacy. What do you want people to think about you when you're no longer here? And here's a, a, this is just a quote that I love to read to myself. It says, when I stand before God at the end of my life, I would hope that I would not have a single bit of talent left and I could say I've used everything that you've given me. And that's by Irma Bombeck. I love that quote because that's how I truly feel. I want it to be as if 
I have done everything. I have been the best person that I could possibly be to inspire and empower as many people as I possibly could. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay, well, we have a caller, and when we come back, I want to make sure that you get your contact information, and we didn't do that at the beginning, kind of give out the website okay. and all of that. We'll take the caller, and then when we come back, when we have the caller, when the call is complete, we'll have you give out your website, how we can purchase okay. the book, so forth. So let's take a caller. And, again, caller, we're going to pull you in by providing the area code and the last four digits of the number that you're calling from. We're pulling in a area code 843 with the last digits of 6334. Caller, you're on the air with us. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. How are you? Fine. How are you? We're good. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Did you have I have a question for, for Mrs. Uh, Demetra. I would like to ask her, how would you propose to choose a career path based on your passion or your finance? Um, I would say people make decisions based on finances all the time. And it doesn't make them bad. It's just that people base so many decisions on money, and money should not be the driving force for the things that you do in your life. So your your career should be based on things that you're passionate about. And I'm not saying you, you don't have to pay your bills, because you do. But if you're already working in a current position, then all you have to do while you're working and do, during your day-to-day routine is start thinking about the things that you're passionate about and how you can better position yourself financially to do the things that you're passionate about. And if you could set those goals and work at them on a day-to-day basis, you will be able to embark upon the things that you really love doing and not feel so confined based on your finances. Thank you, Ms. Demetrius. That was some good advice you gave me. And I'm going to use that to forward to my success and my future. Thank you. Thank you, caller. Thank you. Okay, let's go ahead and give your information out um, just as much as you like. And then I have a few more questions, and it looks like we're going to make it an hour tonight. So, But for those of you who are listening, please select the number one. We'll pull you in in the chat line. Just post your questions, and I will get them on for you. So, Demetria, go ahead and give out your information. Sure. My website is moreoutoflife.com, and my last name is more, M-O-O, well, I'm sorry, M-O-O-R-E, outoflife.com, all together. And um, you can find a wealth of information about, out there about me. And my book can be found on Amazon. It's in print as well as in Kindle. And the book is called No More Excuses. You want success, go get it. And it, it is $10. You can find it out there. A lot of times Amazon runs sales on it, so maybe $8.99 or $7.99 or what have you. But definitely please get a copy and really think about the things that you want to do in your life. And uh, for those of you who are on, please find me on Facebook. Uh, my Facebook fan page is More Out of Life, of course. That's the name of it. And uh, like my page. I will be planning a No More Excuses workshop. I'm actually working on the details of it now, and uh, my goal is to have it as a webinar as well. Is of course for those of you who are in Charlotte, you can come out, but I want to make it a webinar so people can really get 
the full extent of what it means to not make excuses anymore. So definitely like my fan page, uh, find me on my website, check it out, read some things about me if you're curious and you want to know more, please feel free to do so. You can call me as well. My number is 704-458-8545, and um, I take text messages. People always ask me that. Just make sure you tell me that you heard it, you heard it on a radio show or make, you know, make sure you let me know that it is something regarding coaching, and I will definitely get back with you. I'll call you within a 24- to 48-hour time frame. Okay, and that number again was 704-458-8545, correct? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay, great. Now the book is the the book a is it a workbook and a book or is the workbook the book? It is a workbook. Um, okay. And at the beginning, it just talks a little bit about how the the journey and how people get a little um, construed with uh, books versus workbooks because I can't tell you what to do with your life, but I can help you if you can tell me where you want to go. And that's the the overall objective of the of the book. It has questions in it for you to actually sit down and figure out what it is you want to do and what your next step should be. And if you want to take this book and go to a career coach, or you want to call me and we can work o- work with it via Skype or however, that's the overall objective to help you start the journey to be the person you were destined to be. Okay. 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 I want to switch to switch it a little bit here and get more. Talk more about the actual business part, business side of it for those of, you know, we have a lot of people who who are already doing their own things or, you know, have their own businesses or looking to start something. So how important, let's talk about that that piece, business plans, support teams and things like that. And, and I know a number of people feel um, not supported by those who that they, those who they that they thought would support. So talk about the business side of just being motivated, some things we could do, especially with the business plan. I don't think people really understand how important it is to have a business plan. So let's start there and then go to the support team. Okay. Um, It is very important to have a business plan because without it, it's just an idea. The business plan makes it concrete and it gives people something to see. If you need it alone, people are not going to give you a loan based on your idea. If you can show concrete evidence of what you're trying to do, have figures, that brings your dream into reality. And I try to tell my clients, it's not real until you put it on paper. So when you develop the business plan, again, it makes it a reality for you and can show other people the potential of what you're trying to do. So that is very important. And I tell people when you're thinking about your business, how do you want to set your business up? Do you want to do you want an LLC? Do you want to be a sole proprietor? Do you want to escort? All those things are very important, and I advise them because I don't know their tax situations. So I advise you to speak to a tax accountant to get some advice about that because those the, the way you choose to set your business up will affect your current finances. So all of those things are important. And mm-hmm. when you're thinking about it, you have to have a, a personal set of goals for yourself. As you mentioned earlier, people uh, can say, okay, I'm going to work on my business 30 minutes today or an hour today or whatever it is. You have to have objectives in place for that because if not, you lose sight of what it is that you're trying to do. But if you had a checklist or something to say, I did this, I did this, 
okay, I did 10 things this week. You can see that you've made 10 steps toward where you're trying to go. So those things are definitely very important. You know, you mentioned – I'm sorry, go ahead. I would look at the business plan as the foundation of of what you're doing because you can always go back to it um, even to remind yourself and it allows you to see the, the the whole picture, the big picture, because sometimes if you sit down and write the business plan, you will find some spots. I know I did. I, I, I found myself oftentimes saying, whoa, you know, and right, really right. It, it allows you to see so much because it broadens the, the idea. Right, right, right. And it makes you look at it from a different perspective because when it's in your head, you're just so excited about it. You're not looking at the day-to-day uh, details that will affect your business. So putting it on paper definitely builds a foundation for it. Okay. And, and what about the support team? I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to ask, that, what about the support team? I can't speak enough on that. I learned throughout the years of trying to build more of life that people stop because the people closest to them sometimes don't always buy into your idea or you don't feel like they supported you as much as you thought or whatever the reason may be. But this is what I tell people. Your dream is your dream, and nobody is going to believe in your dream like you believe in it. So the goal is not to get people to um, necessarily like it, but just respect it. And your support group should be a very close-knit group of people who are like-minded individuals. Not necessarily you, you, uh, you feel like you guys can be friends outside of that. If you do, that's great. But like-minded individuals can empower and inspire each other. And you have to keep that circle uh, growing because that's the only way you're going to learn is to keep learning from other people and to keep reading and educating and investing in yourself. So, that group, you have to watch who's in that group as well because if they are not into supporting each other and it's just a me-type mentality, then that person can't be in your group. So you have to make sure everybody's on the same accord, everybody's trying to support each other. And that is um, a little slogan I use. It's called Let's Succeed Together. And I thoroughly believe in that. If everybody helps everybody empower and inspire each other, you'll be amazed at what you can achieve. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Any favorite books? What, what's one of your favorite books on the business side of helping people remain um, encouraged, empowered? Uh, any favorite? Yes, The Four Agreements. That is one of my favorites uh, by Don Miguel Ruiz. And that is my favorite because the reason why we're not um, so successful is because we break agreements with ourselves all the time. And the four agreements just empowers you to be a better person, to change your perspective, to watch how you say things about yourself. Because we're quick to um, talk about, I guess, negative things. But when you speak positively about your own life and you believe positive things about your own life, you will be amazed at what you could accomplish. And one of the four agreements I'll just tell you, it says be impeccable with your words. That is a strong statement because it's saying speak with integrity. Say only what you mean and avoid saying negative things. And it's such 
it's just so powerful when you, if you are impeccable with the words that you use on a day-to-day, your life could be so different. Mm. I don't think people really understand the power that they speak in their life or out of their life, even the thoughts. Right. I really, um, in every show, I'm, I'm thankful that we find a way to get that out because until we understand, or I'll say overstand, Anthony has me saying overstand, until we overstand right. what it means, our, how we think, and, and the things we speak, again, in and out of our lives, until we get a true overstanding of that, I mean, right. really, we're. I felt like I was running a hamster race. Um, now right. that I'm on the side of just speaking positive and expecting greatness in my life, that doesn't mean every day is perfect. That means right. that I see every day as a perfect day and a perfect, a new day for me to have right. um uh, uh, just another opportunity to grow because that's where I look at it. Whatever happens, it's going to give me an opportunity to grow and learn so that I press forward on towards my goal, my passion, my purpose. So I just look right. at it as I count it all joy. Like the word says, I just count it all joy. Okay, what am I to get right. out of this? And how is it to bring glory to God? So right. um, that that's, that's just that's powerful what you just said. Um, tell us, I love what you what you take fear and how you break the word fear down. And some people may have heard this before, but I love how you break down. So tell our audience as we prepare to come to a close, and feel free to give any last uh, remarks. But what I want you to do is, I tell you what, before, if you don't mind, let's get, I want to get this one in because this is a really powerful message to our ladies. And so what I want to do is get this in, and then when we come back, I want you to just kind of tell people what how you've broken that word down, fear, and then we'll have okay. you give out your information again in any any words, last words that you want to um, speak to the people. And then I think I have one more question, and we'll, we'll, we'll bring it to a close, okay? Okay, no problem. All right. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Butterfly Evolution Show. Tonight, we put the spotlight on Anthony D. Collins. He is author of Life is Outstanding. His latest blog is titled, A Broken Queen. I read, Queen Sisters, What's Wrong? I ask because daily I'm seeing more tasteless things from the majority of my beautiful queens. I constantly see booty or half-naked photos on social media, ridiculous rants about being single or being in a bad marriage or relationship. Are you a broken queen? Have you sat down and really paid attention to your actions lately? Or are you still blaming others for your own actions? It's time for my queens to get back to the basics of life. Stop worrying about your current circumstances and start putting energy into becoming a better queen. Before any of us can start to overstand how to love ourselves, we have to be committed to learning more about our ancestors and our historic background. To truly do this, it will take some serious effort. As I stay committed to aggressively demanding change, I am learning that our true history is continuing to be hidden 
for major reasons that we must overstand. When a queen and a culture really overstand their history and have a true spiritual connection, then no one or other cultures can lead us astray ever again. I can honestly say it's not entirely our fault why our queens are broken. Facts about us were purposely changed so that we can continue to see this trend of unhappiness, self-doubt, and hatred towards each other, and an abundance of daily negative energy in our lives. The question should be asked, what can we do right now to change this pattern? To read the remainder of this blog, please visit anthonydcollins.com backslash blog. Again, www.anthonydsndog.com collins.com backslash blog again thank you for tuning in to the butterfly evolution show we will return in just a minute all right thank you guys we did good tonight that is two i guess we'll call them commercials but that's two times so thank you for being patient and again this is something new for our listeners so thank you and i hope that you enjoyed both of them and please uh take advantage especially for the the debt shepherd that is a free service so that is not something that you will have to pay for um he he has agreed to just what we said share it forward so that's what we ask that you learn and you do better with your own finances because that is a part of wholeness and that will help you go get what you want go get more out of life that will help you be able to go Pay Demetria for her services, wonderful services. So go out there and do that. So, Demetria, go ahead and give out your information again. And I just want to make sure because we have people coming in and leaving out. So let's go ahead and give that out again, and then we'll work okay. to end the show. Sure. My website is More Out of Life, and More is W. I'm sorry, M O O R E outoflife.com. You can find all of my information out there. You can, and please, please follow me on Facebook. My fan page is called More Out of Life. Find me there. Like my page. That way you can stay in the loop with what's going on, what webinars and conference calls and things of that sort that I will be having. Uh, so definitely check out my website. Find me on Facebook. And, again, if you want to text me or call me to talk to me, feel free to do so. My number is 704 Four five eight eight five four five, and I mentioned earlier I do take text messages. People always ask me that. You can feel free to text me. I'll give you a call back within 24 to 48 hours as long as you make sure you uh, tell me what you need or what have you, and I will definitely get back with you. That is, the, I guess, the new way that people communicate, but I'm not opposed to any type of communication, so just reach out to me. Okay. I have I have I know we're going to talk about the fear but I have one question. What is the dip, the major difference? Well, I know well, answer I'm going to ask this anyway. I think it's going to sound a little crazy but I don't care. I'm going to ask. But the what is what is the difference between the professional career coach and your your kind of your PR person? I know it's more of your advertising and things like that, but as far as the motivating part, is it a totally separate uh concept? Almost definitely. Career coaches, our objective is to help you get to figure out what it is you ultimately want to do professionally, 
PR people, and I guess make sure we're on the same page, they go out and promote you and okay. talk to you, talk talk to the public about you. Okay. With my clients, people don't know. That's all confidential. So nobody knows that we're working together, and I'm helping to empower you to be okay. the person that the PR person should be talking about, if that makes sense. Okay. Okay, so would the PR person be more on the helping you? I've heard you talk about branding, and I, I, we don't have right. to get so far in that, but that's kind of like that person that would help you get out um, get your branding, get your get you know, kind of get you in the in the in the spotlight, so to speak, or your brand. Right, right, right. The PR person helps help tell the world about you. Okay. The career coach is helping you establish who you are, but the PR person tells the world. If that makes sense. Okay, okay, okay. And and I promise this is the last one because I I I didn't oh, bring fine. up branding, and and I remember hearing you talk about branding. Could you just share? And I remind you, you I think you used the Coors, um, yeah, the Michael Coors bag. That's my favorite yeah, you one. Yeah, we buy and <laughs> not rip. So could you share, just for the sake of our <laughs> listeners and myself as well, could you kind of share and relate that to personal branding so people kind of get an understanding of how important that is? Okay. Um, we don't uh, invest enough in our own brand. We... Um, as she mentioned, quickly run out to buy the newest iPhone or the newest pair of Jordans or whatever it is. But nobody called up the Apple and said, hey, can you invest in my business? Nobody called Michael Jordan and asked Michael Jordan for anything. And my example with the Michael Kors bags, we go into the store, be it Michael Kors, Louis Vuitton, Coach, whatever it is. We go into the store, we buy those bags. We don't question why that bag costs what it is but we so quickly give them our money. But yet we question the cost of our own services that we provide because we don't believe in our own brand. And if we took the time to establish our brand and who we are, and as you mentioned earlier, get your PR done, you have to get people to believe in your brand just the same. But you have to stop, and I'm not saying brand names are bad or what have you, but you have to ask yourself, what makes this brand worth X amount of dollars? Because you're investing in Michael Kors, you're investing in Apple, you're investing in Michael Jordan's Jordans, but none of those people are investing in you. So you have to think about where your investments are going. And the most prized possession that you should be investing in is yourself. But we take our own personal brand for granted to invest in others. Mm. All right. That's what I wanted to hear. Okay, lastly, tell them, tell our audience um, about the fear, How what that is, what that means to you. Fear is a, a very powerful word, and it's such a small word, but it's so powerful. And to me, fear means fake evidence appearing real. You didn't investigate it. There's no fact to it. You just believe it. And it's based on, I, I like to say, fear, Gale and fear work together. And Gale stands for gremlins, assumptions, interpretations, and limiting beliefs. So when Gale speaks to you, Gale plants the seed of fear, which means fake evidence appearing real. And as long as those two um, obstacles are working in your life, it hinders you from being the person that you were destined to be. 
And that's just simply put. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, for our listeners, last call for calls and the chat line as well. Um, and if and if you want to give any any last words, anything you want to give out to um, the people, and I'm assuming you will work. No, that you work with people from all over because you could do the the Skype and all of that, right? Oh yeah, most definitely. Okay. I've had clients via, uh, clients via Skype, so that's not a problem. Okay, okay, wonderful. Well, well, I'm challenging myself just for our listeners. There's two things that um, I want to do. There's actually three that I want to, but I'm going to pick two, and 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 one of them I will just have to kind of master it on my own. Um, one of them of course, is the professional career coach and the PR. And that's why I asked about those. And, okay. um, of course, I am having to, because, I I mean, financially it's just me and I, I have a lot of things going that I fund myself, such as the, the 901 Butterflies with the help of a, a wonderful lady uh, who helps me feed these young girls. All of it is funded by myself. So that being said, in okay. order to do do these two things, I'm going to have to make a sacrifice. That sacrifice, right. and if whoever knows me know that this is truly a sacrifice because I hate doing my own hair. Absolutely yes. hate it with a passion, and we're probably going to have some bad Saturdays here for the next few months. But that's what I'm going to do. I realize that I spend a lot of money on my hair. And so I'm going to buy products, and I'm going to tackle this Again, but what that is for me, I'm making a sacrifice so that one day, not only will I be able to go two weeks, I'll be able to go every day if I want to and get right. let someone do it. But that's the sacrifice. That's one of the sacrifices. And the other one is um, working out and eating better. I wanted to get a trainer to help me do that. And I thought, well, you know what, I can just kind of do some do some. I need to do some fishing around and come up with some meals, and and I have exercise equipment here that I could use if I would use it. Right. So that that's just. I'm just saying that to say we have to make those sacrifices. I could sit here and say, well, I don't have the money, I don't have the time. I went looking right. for. What can I cut back on? What things can I eliminate? Right. What can I do myself? And that's right. the one. Um, not that I want to, but that's what I'm going to do because. I have that entrepreneurship spirit. I have my eyes set on the end result, my passion, my purpose. I don't want to work a job for the rest of my life that I don't enjoy. I want to be around and doing what I want to do, what brings me joy. So I will have to make that sacrifice. So that being said, um, Demetra, I just, I I love, I heard you on a show, one show, and I thought, wow, she is, those, those questions are flowing. So, and just for our listeners, Demetra knew nothing of what I was going to ask her. We don't rehearse. We don't. I don't send her the questions or anything. So this is coming from her heart, her passion, her knowledge, um, and this this information is something that you will have to pay for. So don't be the person that here learns all this, takes all this in, and do nothing with it. Even if you don't call her, grab a book. Uh, right. Allow you to sit down and talk with people that you would not ordinarily get to talk to, and it allow you to go places that you may not ever get to go or visit. So do something with the knowledge that you take in. Whatever we take in, it needs to come out in some shape, form, or fashion. So actions, um, as Anthony says, it organized actions for all the knowledge that you receive. So 
Demetra, I cannot thank you enough. I will be calling upon you um, for your services for sure, and I just challenge anyone else who is sick and tired of just being sick and tired and needs someone to kind of help them get into their lane and stay in there, um, you know, make it happen, make it happen. So any last words from you, Demetra? Um, yes, and this is just a general statement um, for all the listeners. Please don't um, don't downplay your potential. Invest in it. Build on it. And never don't think that you can't be the person that you were destined to be. You just have to be willing to sacrifice and put in the work. If you do that, you can have anything you want. And I'm, I mean that wholeheartedly. You have to be willing to make the sacrifice. But as she said, you can, I mean, the sky's the limit. Do whatever you want with your life. But think about the sacrifices that you're willing to make in order to have the things that you want. All right, all right. And it's morealoflife.com is the website. Yes. The number, mm-hmm. 704-458-8545 if you need to connect with her. And Facebook page is the same, More Out of Life, right? The Facebook.com. Right. More Out of Life. Yes. Okay. Okay, and if you forget that, miss that, remember, all shows are archived. You can go back and listen to the show. You don't have to listen to the show in its entirety. You can kind of fast forward to the end because we're at the end now, so you can get that information from the end um, if you are trying to to get that information if you miss it and did not write it down correctly. I want to remind everyone of the Soul Sisters Tea this Saturday. From 1 to 3 at uh, Harding Academy, 1100 Cherry Road, Uh, I sadly have to say that we are in dire need of African-American women. We've had over 100 uh, women of other races sign up for this. Uh, This is an event that is to promote intentional friendship among women of all colors. So you come to this event and you and another woman of a different race will uh, connect and agree however you want to agree to keep in touch with each other and learn about each other's lives for one full year. It could be email, prayer partner, uh, lunch partner, dinner partner once a month, whatever you decide. It could be you like golf and you want somebody to play golf with um, or whatever the case may be. But that's what this is about. And I'm really a bit disappointed because of the lack of, of women that sign up of that that look like me because we go everywhere we at we're at the club and I'm not saying anything is wrong with the club we're at the base the, fo- the football Monday night football games it seems that we're everywhere but those places that will truly promote change and I'm not saying all of us but the vast majority this is something that I feel we're we're all women we're all women regardless of of, of color religion, so forth, and if we can come together and better understand one another, or at least try to, we can change the world. If we can come together and try to heal some of those wounds, those those past pains and hurts, we can understand we will change the world because we can help each other get through them together. So if you're interested, Please give me a call, 901-830-6088, 901-830-6088. I'll direct you to the site where you can RSVP. It is free. It is free. Fellowship, fun, food, 
cup of tea. You get to bring the, the, the cup home, the teacup home, and all of that. So if you know any women in the Memphis area, please let me know. If you're a woman and this is something that you want to do in your area, I'll connect you with the founder, and she will be glad because she wants this to go national, and it's called Soul Sisters Tea. Free event, Saturday, February 15th from 1 to 3 at Harding Academy, 1100 Cherry Road, Memphis, Tennessee. We would like for you to RSVP because, again, that just that makes it easier to plan for and, and know who's coming. So please share this with your friends if you're in the Memphis area or you have someone here that you can share it with. I thank you again, Demetra. Thank you so much, um, and I will be talking to you soon. I've had a wonderful night, and I just thank you again. Thank you as well. I appreciate it. All right. Have a good night. You too. You guys too. Good night. Good night. feels perfect other days it just ain't working the good the bad the right the wrong and everything in between yo it's crazy amazing we can turn our heart through the words we say mountains crumble with every syllable hope can live or die so speak